The New York Islanders' initial 23-man roster is set. We'll break down the final moves to get there. Plus, who plays on the first line? And we take a look at Matt Martin's season expectations and role. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. You can find us now on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked On Islanders. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Plenty to talk about on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, and we do have an email to answer today, send us an email to LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIslanders, and you could follow Gil, me, Gil Morton, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders throughout the season. And I am also live tweeting during Islanders home and road games, so make sure you join me for that. Always great to talk Islanders hockey game time or any time. So... Let's get right down to business. The Islanders finalize their 23-man roster. As of yesterday's show, they had 24 players on the roster. Well, now it's down to 23, and that's the number to start the season. And it was a little confusing because earlier on Monday, the Islanders sent, uh, they placed... Ross Johnston on waivers, and everyone assumed, okay, I I guess Simon Holmstrom had won the final job, but uh, it turns out later on Monday, the Islanders send Simon Holmstrom down to Bridgeport and list Ross Johnston on the final roster. So sending Holmstrom down, he does not have to go through waivers. That is always a good thing. Uh, so it means that the Islanders are now under the salary cap barely because Simon Holmstrom's salary is not going to count against the salary cap at this point. And 
you know, Holmstrom earning $863,333 this year. So that's his contract hit. They would have saved $1.1 million had Ross Johnston been sent down, but Johnston could have been lost via waivers. And let's face it, uh, the Islanders don't have another player with quite the physicality and the uh, enforcer qualities of Ross, the boss. So, realistically, at the end of the day, it is Johnston who is on the roster and Holmstrom who is in Bridgeport. And just to go over it for everybody's edification, the Islanders are carrying 14 forwards, Matthew Barzal, Casey Sezikis, Cal Clutterbuck, Pierre Engvall, Hudson Fashing, Julian Gauthier, Bo Horvat, Ross Johnston, Anders Lee, Matt Martin, Brock Nelson, J.G. Pajot, Kyle Palmieri, and Oliver Wallstrom. They're carrying seven defensemen, Sebastian Ajo, Samuel Bolduc, Noah Dobson, Scott Mayfield, Adam Pellick, Ryan Pollock, Alexander Romanov. These are all alphabetical, and then, of course, two goalies in Ilya Sorokin and Semyon Varlamov. That is the initial 23-man roster. And surprise, surprise, uh, out of all 23 players on this roster, there's only one forward and no defensemen and no goaltenders who were not on the roster at the end of the season last year. The only change out of the 23 players is Julian Gauthier. Uh, Samuel Bolduc did finish the season on the Islanders roster, played in two playoff games. The other six defensemen are the same. The two goalies are the same. Oliver Wallstrom was injured, but was on the Islanders roster last year. The only change, subtract one Zach Parise, add one Julian Gauthier, and that's where it stands. Now, some injury news before we go any further. Hudson Fashing and Pierre Engvall, they both did not play in the final preseason game last Friday against the Devils, but uh, both of them were back and on the ice yesterday on Monday as the Islanders practiced. Cal Clutterbuck, however, did not skate with the team. He is out sick, according to Lane Lambert, but Lambert basically said he was not concerned. And now the Islanders have five more days to prepare for Saturday night's season opener against the Buffalo Sabres at UBS Arena. Lane Lambert basically saying this long layoff, it allows us for more practice time, but also guys are chomping at the bit to play a game. They see the light at the end of the tunnel, and it's something they are really looking forward to. So that's where we stand as of right now with the Islanders roster. They are essentially set with a team that is almost identical to what we finished last season with. And the hope is that having Oliver Wallstrom healthy, having Matthew Barzal healthy, having Pierre Engvall and Bo Horvat 
for a full season and more integrated into the lineup. All of those things, a little more experience for a guy like Noah Dobson and maybe even Sebastian Ajo, that that will get the Islanders to be a little bit better than they were a year ago when they more or less snuck into the playoffs and made it as the uh, first wild card, not the second wild card uh, in the playoffs. So that's where we're at. And it was a little surprising because, you know, Ross Johnston placed on waivers initially, not claimed, back with the Islanders, and he is going to be on this team. You got to figure he is going to be one of the two black aces most likely to start the season. And then I guess one of the questions that you got to wonder about is, well, who's the other one? And I'm going to put this out there as to who the candidates are. But first of all, if Cal Clutterbuck is not healthy, that solves that problem. And then the question becomes, you know, Ross Johnston going to be one guy probably sitting out unless he's the guy filling in for Cal Clutterbuck. And that, again, assumes Clutterbuck's illness isn't cleared up by then. Uh, And then, you know, do you sit Hudson Fashing? Do you sit Julian Gauthier? Or maybe do you even sit Oliver Wallstrom until he is getting himself back into full game condition? These are always questions. We're going to break that down a little bit more before opening night, and hopefully we'll have a better idea about that. We have got more to get to on today's show. We are going to talk about that open spot on the first line, plus... We're going to answer your email questions and uh, our Islanders birthday of the day, a defenseman who played with the Islanders in the 90s. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They've got killer last-minute deals in all prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. So Game Time takes the guesswork out of getting tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last-minute deals. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Just download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L. One word, LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So let's get to your email, David from Queens, asking me, uh, at what point do we consider moving Noah Dobson in a trade? I've been very disappointed in his development. I feel he's regressed. Offensive numbers are good on paper, but his D-zone play is poor, and I think he's a big reason our power play struggles. I think he lacks confidence as well. I know our need for a puck-moving defenseman is huge, but he's got this year and next year on his contract. He'll be an RFA. 
But is it fair to maybe look at moving him over the offseason if he struggles this year? Would hate to see us hold on to him and watch his value plummet. Well, first of all, uh, David, thank you for the question. And it's a good one, but it's a tough one. And I think you hit something on the, the head when you said, yeah, we have a bad need or a serious need for a puck-moving defenseman. Now, I think you're spot on that Dobson's play, especially in his own zone, has taken a step back. And I think if he does not improve in that area this year, I I wouldn't be shocked if the Islanders think about moving on from him in one sense. But the key in my mind then is who steps in and replaces him. And, you know, you're also right that he was not the best power play quarterback. He didn't do a great job of that last year. And before the final playoff game, the Islanders had Sebastian Ajo move up to be the power play of the quarter, uh, quarterback of the power play. And I think Ajo had did a better job strategically at that, even if he's not as gifted with the puck as Dobson is. The thing you got to remember about Dobson is how young he really still is. Defensemen tend to take a little longer to develop than forwards do. And I think to trade Noah Dobson right now is a little bit premature. And if he continues to really struggle in his own zone, it wouldn't surprise me that they look elsewhere, but they've got to get something in return, a a player who can also fit that mold and be even an upgrade as a puck-moving defenseman. This team needs one, maybe even two, puck-moving defensemen to really get itself to the next level. And even Lou Lamorello has admitted that. The question becomes, well, where do you go from there? You still have to pull off a move. He hasn't done that over the last couple of years. So I'm hoping we see a change at uh, on defense at some point to get that puck-moving defenseman. But I think Noah Dobson gets, unless he either gets injured severely or regresses even more in his own zone, I think he gets the duration of this season to set his game right and show he can get the job done. And only would you consider trading him if you can't see the improvement. And even if he stays the same, I think, they will try to keep him because he is a former number one pick. He's a young guy. He's not going to cost them that much money. We'll see how it plays out. But a very good question. And, uh, David from Queens, thank you so much. Now, the other question I wanted to address, and this isn't an email question, but it is an unanswered question. Who plays on the top line with Bo and Barzi? Obviously, if the Islanders sent Simon Holmstrom down, it's not Simon Holmstrom. Another guy who was taking reps during training camp and scrimmages in the preseason was Arno Durando. He's in Bridgeport. Not going to be him. To me, there are a few choices out there. You can go with Anders Lee, who 
I think they're going to go with, but I don't want to see Lee again. Every day, as you know, Lee and Horvat, to me, too similar stylistically, don't complement each other well, should not be line mates uh, on the same shift. It just doesn't work when they're that similar. You could go with, I think, Kyle Palmieri, if he's healthy and if he's ready. But then you're breaking up the Nelson Engvall Palmieri line, which worked so well last year. You can go with Oliver Wallstrom. He certainly would give you a goal-scoring element if he does what he is potentially capable of doing. But Wallstrom still didn't look ready in preseason. Seems to need a little more time. And do you want him learning on your top line or getting back into shape on your top line? That may not be the ideal situation for uh, Wallstrom. You could go, possibly, with Julian Gauthier, who would add a speed element, or you could go with Hudson Fashing, who would add a grit element to the equation. Knowing Lane Lambert and knowing the way this team tends to do things, I am of the opinion that they are most likely going to look to keep Anders Lee on that in that spot. And I think that that would be absolutely the wrong move to make. But the problem is there is no clear-cut person who belongs in this spot. And as of right now, I think Lee is going to end up being the first-line winger along with Barzell and Horvat. We'll see on opening night Saturday against Buffalo, but keep in mind, it's not even just whoever gets there to start the game is going to be there. They may not even be there, you know, by the second period or by the second shift. We may see Lane Lambert go with the revolving door situation at that first line until he finds a little chemistry I think Palmieri would be a good fit if he's healthy and ready to go. He'd add a little speed to that line, someone who could keep up with Barzal, who would be the primary shooter on the line. But I think the Islanders are reluctant to break up Nelson, Engvall, and Palmieri. We'll see. A lot of choices, a lot of possibilities. We'll see how it goes. We have got more to get to on today's show. We will talk about Matt Martin, his role this season, his what would it take for him to have a successful season, plus we'll have our Islanders' birthday of the day, all that and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. You could bet the NFL. You have the Uh, Major League Baseball playoffs going on right now, and hey, hockey season starts tonight. 
Islanders start Saturday. You can check out all the latest odds on FanDuel for that. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. We continue now our player-by-player look at the uh, Islanders roster ahead of the season. Yesterday, everydayers, you know, we talked about Brock Nelson. Today, Matt Martin. Martin, 6'3", 220 pounds, 34 years old, will turn 35 in May. Originally a fifth-round pick of the Islanders back in 2008. Coming off a really solid year, uh, 19 points matching his career high, which he set back in 2015-2016. And the key for Matty Martz, uh, played in 81 games, only missed one game due to uh, personal reasons, family reasons, had seven goals, 19 points, was a plus four, 63 penalty minutes, all of his points coming at even strength. And Matt Martin, he's a hitting machine. 295 hits officially last year, 43 block shots. And again, Martin is going to be your fourth line winger. He is going to occasionally kill penalties. He's going to dig pucks out of the corner. He's going to forecheck aggressively, and he is going to hit. Matty Martz will drop the gloves occasionally when a teammate is challenged, and he is you know, a guy who is considered good in the locker room for this team. And Martin, look, let's face it, this is the last year of his current contract. He's earning $1.5 million. Is this his last year as an Islander? I mean, he's been with the Isles since 2009-2010 when he had his first cup of coffee in the NHL, was with the Maple Leafs in 2016-2017 and 2017-2018 before coming back to the Islanders. He's been an Islander for 12 seasons and 13 seasons starting on Saturday. So Matt Martin may be on his last legs as an Islander, but coming off a strong season for him. And I guess the only thing that is important in my mind is you want to see Matty Martz maybe stick up for his teammates a little bit more than he did at times last year. You know, people say we need Ross Johnston because there's nobody else to do the job of an enforcer. Matt Martin does more than just drop the gloves, but he is also, when Ross Johnston is not in the lineup, one of the guys this team does count on to do that job. If if Matt Martin matches his numbers from a year ago, I think the Islanders will be thrilled, and obviously the big key, keeping him healthy and in the lineup. I do get the feeling this is Matt Martin's last season with the Islanders, but we'll have to see how Martin and Lou Lamorello, uh, you know, reach a decision on what to do after this year. You have Clutterbuck and Martin, both on expiring contracts this year, and, uh, You know, is it possible if the Islanders are not doing well that at the trade deadline you move on from either one of those two players? Yeah. But if the Islanders are doing well, no. And if the Islanders are in the playoff race and with Ilya Sorokin in goal and the lineup relatively healthy, I think they'll at least be competing for a playoff spot. 
Uh, I think Matt Martin finishes out the season and does his thing. Uh, you know, been an Islander for a long time and a good part of this team, but I think his time on the island is starting to wind down. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we are again a day early, uh, but Wednesday will be the 56th birthday of former Islanders defenseman Dennis Vasky, the native of Rockford, Illinois, a second-round pick of the Islanders in 1986, played four seasons at the University of Minnesota Duluth, and became an Islander in 1990-91, played uh, became a full-time Islander in 93-94 and stayed with the team through the 97-98 season before finishing his career with the Bruins organization. Vasky played 235 career NHL games, five goals, 46 points, 253 penalty minutes, played in 22 playoff games, all of them with the Islanders, seven assists, 16 penalty minutes, was a part of the big playoff run (coughs) in 92-93, where in 18 games he had six assists and 14 penalty minutes. Vasky, more of a defensive defenseman, never scored a lot of goals, never had more than two goals in any NHL season, and never had more than 13 points. We go back and look at one of his more memorable games as an Islander, February 16th, 1993, at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Islanders hosting the Edmonton Oilers. Ron Tugnut getting the start for Edmonton. Mark Fitzpatrick the start for the Islanders. And the Islanders win this one going away by a score of 7-2. to two. They chase Tugnut. Bill Ranford finishes. But uh, basically for the Islanders, Dennis Vasky, a goal and an assist a goal coming on his only shot. He also was a plus four in this game. So Vasky, this was his first NHL goal. It was the last goal for the Islanders. Marty McGinnis, Tom Fitzgerald assisting. He also assisted on an earlier goal by Patrick Flatley in the second period. So Dennis Vasky is our Islanders' birthday of the day on Wednesday. He will be 56, and we wish him all the best on his birthday. I want to thank everybody for making Locked on Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will have the latest Islanders news notes and happenings, and I will be talking about Adam Pellick. His projected role and what his expectations are to have a successful season. We'll continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders with Adam Pellick. Can't believe we are approaching the season. It is just around the corner, so very excited to see that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!